Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Steel City Underground WTF What the Football podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So week four brought us some interesting football games, to say the least. I'm going to save the Steeler ones for later in the broadcast because I'm still stinging from that one. I'm just not sure what we were thinking. But it started on Thursday night with Detroit Lions win over Green Bay Packers. Um, And then Sunday started with London game, which was Atlanta Falcons and Jacksonville Jaguars, who are still there, by the way, because they play the Buffalo Bills this coming weekend. But let's just talk about the last game we all saw, and that was on Monday Night Football with the Seahawks actually killing the Giants 24-3. We actually turned off the game um, before the even end of the fourth quarter because it was so boring. But here's some interesting things as far as a, a what the football moment there. First of all, Jamal Adams, who's one of the defensive players now for the Seahawks, he hasn't played in, what did they say, 369 days. And so he comes back, and after nine plays, he goes to tackle the um, quarterback for New York, and he got a knee to the head, gets pulled out with a concussion, and so he, again, is in concussion protocol. He's out right now, and it's pretty. it was pretty sad. He was actually arguing with his, his coaches. But, you know, the players have to realize this is not the NFL of yesteryear. If, if anyone upstairs... And anyone in New York, anyone in the booth, any anybody on the field, and when you stand up and if you're wobbly after getting hit in the head, you're out. They're not going to take any kind of chances with that. But the WTF, um, I wouldn't say moment, but continual headbanging, if you will, the Seahawks had 11 sacks. 11 sacks. I mean, come on. That, you know, the, the poor... Daniel Jones, I mean, I just feel so bad. Two interceptions, one fumble lost. He had so many scrambles, and then they hit him 11 times. So, you know, they don't have Saquon Barley right, Barkley right now, but it was it was just a sad game. And then let's go to Kansas City versus Jets. So that game actually was a surprise. We th- Everyone thought it would be a blowout. The odds makers had Kansas City winning by eight, which, by the way, I'll get to that. Uh, it looks like there was um, almost $100 million lost on that game. And so what what happened there? Well, the Jets were down 17-0. They came back. They came back to tie the game 2020. And the Chiefs, basically, they, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he threw a couple of interceptions. And, you know, Zach Wilson, who's been a, they call him a struggling quarterback. I mean, I think he's definitely had some issues that are concerning. But he kind of got lit up by Rodney Harrison, who should never have said what he said on live TV. He said he was garbage, and that's just not fair. He had actually a really good game uh, for someone who's been struggling. And when he interviewed Chris Jones after the game, Chris Jones even said he played his heart out. And so, you know, that was a defensive player for the Chiefs. But I did notice that there were a lot of non-calls for Kansas City. I don't know if it was the sick to death Taylor Swift keep, you know, showing us that she's there. So what? She's not even a football fan. She's she's a bandwagon person because of, you know, Travis Kelsey. Nobody cares. Stop sitting over to there. Now I realize it it gets their ratings up and it seems like, 
you know, the, their ratings between 12 and 18 year olds is, you know, doing well now. I'm just, I, I'm face planning right now. I can't even deal with it, but it's just crazy. But Jawan Taylor, oh man, that guy is just costing so many things for the Chiefs. He grabbed the face mask of an opponent in the end zone, resulting in the safety in the fourth quarter. And this holding penalty wiped out a play that would have resulted in a first down. But he is just always lined up wrong. Remember the four, and I think it was week one, four times he was lined up beyond the line of, beyond the line of scrimmage and lined up incorrectly. And it should have been offsides, not called. But there were so many non-calls in that game. It, you just think that maybe the refs were playing for the Chiefs. I, it was awful. But they did come out with the win. But... Did they win by eight, as the odds maker said? No, 23-20, and they could have, but they played the way they were supposed to, and Pat, Patrick Mahomes and also their running back, Pachanko, they knew they had to stay in bounds, keep the clock running, get a first down, and not score. Otherwise, the ball would have went back to the Jets with a little over a minute and a half left. If, the, if Pat Mahomes would have scored instead of stopped at the two-yard line, they would have helped everybody who needs to buy groceries this week. Nope, they didn't. So 23-20, Kansas City, people aren't happy with you. Just letting you know. San Francisco, Arizona. You know, I just I just really, really love what is going on in Arizona. I know they're not winning games, but it's not their fault. I mean, they don't have their starting quarterback. They've got Josh Dobbs, the, you know, previous Steelers transplant um, you know, rocket scientist, but he is doing a lot for that team. But then you're playing against arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and that is Brock Purdy. Remember, he is the new Tom Brady. He was drafted player number 199, and, you know, I think two, two three years ago. And he is just, he, he's just on fire. His He has a completion rate of 95% right now. That was his attempts on Sunday. And he just doesn't have a loss. I don't know in how long. Christian McCaffrey, does anyone ever wonder why they traded him in Carolina? I mean, he's going on a, an MVP run here. I realize that he's had some injuries in the past, but I've just never seen anyone with such a trajectory and such a, a burst that can just get through anything. I just haven't seen it since... Gosh, Jerome Bettis, he is just incredible. So right now, unfortunately, I and I say unfortunately because I'm a Steelers fan, as you know, I think the WTF for a lot of Steelers fans is, shoot, San Francisco could get their sixth Super Bowl because I think they're the favorites right now. But they did beat Arizona 35-16. But again, the Cardinals, you know, 1-3 is their record, but they have not been as bad as the record suggests. So I think they're just um, they're, they're just really a struggling team that is making good decisions but playing some really tough teams. Chargers and Vegas. Okay, so we didn't have the uh, the gorgeous Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, I said it. I can't help it. But they, you know, and he couldn't go because he had a, they said that he was in concussion protocol. So Chargers did win 24-17. But nobody really understands what the coach does on in L.A., you know, I, it's hard for me not to call them San Diego, but he, he just really makes just the weirdest decisions. We just don't understand what he's doing, but apparently they squeaked out a win. He did, you know, Herbert did score two touchdowns, 
but they aren't going to be able to win with the type of passing performance that they had. I mean, he had 13 completions, 167 yards, and threw an interception. I mean, the only thing there was that they were playing against a rookie quarterback because Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't go. And what did the coach do? He basically had 39 attempts of passing with O'Connell instead of running the ball. I mean, run the ball. You've got Josh Jacobs. What the, what are you doing? So, I mean, they deserve that. I think on the hot seat right now for, for coaches, I would say that you're probably looking at uh, the Raiders coach. I don't, I just don't think that Josh McDan- McDonald or McDaniels is, is really up for it. Dallas 38, 38 to three over new England. Wow. Well, all I can say is coach Mike McCarthy definitely t- told Bill Belichick who's boss that week. Uh, Patriots, Mac Jones, we watched that game and it was really tough. He was actually benched with three minutes remaining in the third quarter for Bailey Zappi. Talk about, uh, you know, what the football moment. It was one of the worst performances of Mac Jones in his three-year career. Bill Belichick says he's still the the starting quarterback, but with everything he's done in in his career, and I'm talking about BB, not not Mac Jones, why would you want to continue with this? Go back to Zappi. At least he gives you a fighting chance. So we'll see what happens there. Philadelphia, Washington. Good for Washington. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, I don't think that Philadelphia is playing their best football yet. And when they do, oh, my gosh. But a team that is kind of pedestrian, such as Washington, they had to go into overtime. Philadelphia 34-31 um, did overcome. But this is why Washington did have a chance to go for a two-point conversion. And I think they should have considered it because when you look at what they were doing and they, it, what, how much they were able to get in the end zone, I just think that could have been a, a, a game changer. But coaching decisions, and we had a lot of them uh, in this game. So it was definitely uh, definitely a coach call, and I understand wanting to stay in the game. But you try, you get that in the fourth quarter, I, I just think that it would have been totally a game changer. And then you get into your... Houston, Pittsburgh. Oh, man. Is there any hope for the Steelers offense? I don't know because obviously Matt Canada doesn't seem to be going to change his narrative. I'm a little disappointed this week because I waited my 48 hours after the game to comment on it. But, you know, first of all, on fourth and one, I don't care what kind of offensive line you think you have right now because you had a player go out. You are down by the end zone. You are, what were we on the 30-yard line, and you're in at least field goal position. You could make it a one-score game. You do what you can. You put in, you know, Hayward. You put in anybody that can just push over that line. But to line up in shotgun formation, now now you make it basically a virtual, um, you know, fourth and five, and and you get your quarterback, you know, bruised knee. That is ridiculous. So... With a yard to gain at the 33, it was. You know, Pickett took the snap out of the shotgun formation, and then he had pressure coming from his right. He spun out of the pocket to his left and right into defensive end Jonathan Greenard, and, you know, who came on the outside of left tackle, tackle Broderick Jones, and he basically got hurt. It was bad, and there just doesn't seem any direction for the Steelers' offense right now. And who's coming up? The Ravens. And so, you know, Najee Harris, 
I mean, he had 15 touches for 103 yards, probably the best thing he's done um, since, you know, we the start of the season. But we didn't have a good pass rush at all this game. I mean, not a single sack. And this is the first game of the season without one for TJ Watt. And CJ Stroud, their rookie over there, quarterback, he gets the out of he gets the ball out really fast and he had he passed for over three hundred yards. It was it was just a mess. It was just a mess. And I just I mean, we let their other wide receiver, Nico Collins, he had seven catches for 168 yards and two touchdowns after having only thirty-four yards the week before. So I, I just unless the Steelers figure something out. And also, I know you hear me complain about the refs, but to continue to call things a pass interference and just hand the other team 10 tries to get in the end zone to basically um, call certain penalties that don't exist. And you hear holding penalties. You hear the commentator saying, I don't see it. I don't know what they were looking at. It just makes you think like there's a target there. And it, it drives me insane when you can't even say anything. I can. I can get fined. But that was a, a rough game to watch. And I'm still stinging from it. Tennessee over Cincinnati. Yeah, we think we have problems. Cincinnati right now is 0-4. And Tennessee 27-3 over Cincinnati. Definitely had a 80% okay Joe Burrow. And I was surprised that they actually put him on the field. But... He hasn't looked like himself as he continues to deal with his calf injury. And he went 20 for 30, 165 yards, lost a fumble. And so to me, it was like, you know what? You're going to kill your quarterback out there. Um, We expected the Tampa Bay over New Orleans. That didn't surprise anyone at all. Derek Carr, um, you know, he had, he got pulled out and he fumbled late in the game. Then they had to have another quarterback come in and then they put him, he went back in and it was a mess. So after Miami got the 70 points the uh, week before, now they in Buffalo, they are basically Buffalo at Miami, they got, only got 20. And Buffalo had their way with them. Talk about WTF for them. But that's not surprising to anyone. When you have that kind of a ridiculous game, your next game usually is deflated. So, you know, Josh Allen looked unstoppable. He had completion of 21 of 25 passes for 320 yards. Four touchdowns, uh, including one with a rushing, so five touchdowns total, and a perfect passer rating. So um, Stephon Diggs, he definitely had his own. He's on my fantasy team, did a great job uh, getting me 30 points. So, yeah, and they're going to be facing the Jaguars in London. Now, the only thing there, which will be interesting for those of you that do bet on games or trying to figure out who to play, the Jaguars never left London from from last Sunday. So they're going to have the jet lag Um, that's non-existent versus the Bills who probably aren't going out until Wednesday. So maybe Thursday even. So um, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out because jet lag is a real thing. And then uh, Denver, Chicago. Oh boy. So Denver finally won, um, you know, trying to figure out if, you know, Russell Wilson is the answer, which not everybody thinks they are, but um, they finally won a game, 31-28 over Chicago. But the Bears, basically, they built a 21-point lead. I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at the ticker take at the bottom of the screen before we switched to red zone. And I was just like, you know, wow, they're a 21-point lead in the third quarter. And then all of a sudden, it seems like the defense allowed Russell Wilson 
to just cook on third down. So the Bears faced the worst defense in the NFL, and they could not close the door on that game. And so he finally, the the, uh, the Broncos finally got it done. And, you know, I know they were happy about that. So there's some weird things going on in Minnesota. Yes, they squeaked out a 21 Carolina 13 win, but it's I see on social media that Justin Jefferson, the star wide receiver, who did not get a new contract or an extended contract this season, which makes you kind of think something. You know, the, the Panthers realistically weren't expected to win this game. So Minnesota was, but... Kirk Cousins, he struggled in this game. He's usually throwing, he throws more than he, obviously, than he hands off. And he threw two interceptions, including, unfortunately, a goal line pick of the season. That was a 99 uh, pick six that also passed back and then also dropped a snap on what would have been a quarterback sneak. So he had a pretty crappy game, but they still won. But I'm noticing that Justin Jefferson is trashing, trashing his quarterback on uh, social media and I really believe that just reminds me of the old AB days in um, in Pittsburgh and I hope that their coach kind of gets a handle on that because cancers in the locker room don't help anyone so they hopefully they they figure that out Cleveland yep they didn't even have Deshaun Watson uh, in Cleveland so Deshaun Watson list Browns um, they basically had to go with their backup and Lamar Jackson just killed him. He, um, he, you know, the Ravens scored three touchdowns in the first half. And then, um, they basically just 28, three Cleveland. So it's not just the Steelers in the AFC North who are dealing with some, some woes right now, but, uh, it's definitely an interesting, uh, situation in, uh, Cleveland. They've got Dorian, I think his name is Dorian Thompson Robinson. He's a rookie quarterback. And he, you know, had only 30, 93 yards in the ground. But it's it's pretty pretty interesting to see what's going on there. So the Detroit-Green Bay game, Detroit 34-20. That's Thursday as we go back just to the original game of the week. And David Montgomery killed everyone in fantasy, unless you have him. So many people said he was supposed to be benched. They said he wasn't ready to come out. But he had a three-touchdown performance. 221 rushing yards and 32 carries. And plus their first round rookie, Gibbs, gained 40 rushing yards off eight carries. I mean, it was a, a definite, you know, what the football moment. But for a Thursday night game, it wasn't bad to watch. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind that game at all. But the Packers, I don't know. They don't protect Jordan Love. It's kind of like watching the game last night and seeing, you know, the, the quarterback just get 11 sacks against him in New York, Daniel Jones. But seeing Jordan Love, um, you know, he just, he he's going down as well. So it, he was pressured 13 times. He um, was sacked, I think, four times. And it's just really sad to see that. So um, it, it's interesting to see. So on, an, on the final note, there's kind of a what the football moment. It was actually kind of funny. If you watch Pat McAfee at all, he's now for his uh, podcast. He's now on ESPN with his podcast. He almost says Aaron Rodgers. I can't really say it on this podcast. It's not really politically correct, but you might want to go back and watch it today um, or, you know, this week. It was pretty amusing what he said about um, 
Travis Kelsey's. So take a look at that and I think you'll you'll laugh as much as I did. So what are we looking at going into next week? Oh boy, it's going to be sad. Can we even, um, you know, with pick it with a bone bruise, with our offensive line struggles, and with our defense that seems to be only going up high instead of coming inside to try to pressure and sack a quarterback, do we have any chance against the Ravens? It's going to be hard to say. But I'm hoping next week my WTF is not going to focus on a loss and it'll focus on a miracle win against the Ravens next week. And we definitely shout out Kenny. Hopefully he's feeling better and can uh, be our quarterback this week. All right, everyone, make it a great day. Make it a great rest of your week. And thank you for listening to the WTF podcast. I'm Terry Fletcher. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.